We keep it smooth talking, but we ain't a Riz God. I'm Brett and he's Brandon. It's two B's on the pod. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Was that awkward for you? <laughs> he's not talking. Do I say yeah. something? That was good. Yeah, we'll get right to it because today we got a guest. And, you know, I think all of our guests are um, one of ones. You know, like there's nobody like the guests that we have. They're just who they are. And I think it, it especially goes for this guest. When people have asked me to describe this guest to other people, I say, <laughs> he's, just, he's just him. Like, you, you just can't take him out of him. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah he's that's just true. himself. And, and that's what we love. And so without further ado, I'm gonna, we're going to invite on to the podcast. We are so thankful that he made the time for us. He has many monikers. He goes by... Mateo, mm. Mattias, mm. Matty Ice, mm. Matty D, <laughs> Gucci Mane, Teacher of the Year, Teacher of the Year, Rookie and a Vet. Yeah, we got Matt on the pod. Welcome, Woo. Matt. Hello, hello. At first, when you were talking, I was like, I don't know what a moniker is, but <laughs> I, I figured it out slowly as we were going. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I wanted to give you a a, a grand um, introduction. I, I try to do that with everybody. <laughs> Allow them to f- have fun, <laughs> but also, yeah, make them feel like they're special uh, because it is special when we get a guest. We love it. Yeah. We love it. B-ball exit, man. That was so <laughs> funny. Yeah. It just made me think of that time we were playing Pictionary. And oh, gosh. Brandon, what's a, what's a tusk? Okay. <laughs> to be fair. What? I don't know where people learn this information. <laughs> like, no one directly told me that that thing on an elephant or a walrus or whatever, <laughs> like, you know. It is what it is. Not enough Nat Geo. <laughs> yeah, I watched. Um, we sharpen know. each other. We yeah. sharpen each other. Yeah, that was in more in more ways than one. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, awesome. Brandon. I watched Arthur and <laughs> Clifford and that stuff. Oh, but how have you guys been doing? We're in the thick of summer. Feel yeah. the heat. Heat's been on for about like four weeks. Yeah. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? Uh, in my new place, I am so glad that there's air conditioning. Yes. Uh, and then you get the tower fan, and it just cools up the room real fast. But um, things are okay. Things are okay. I, uh, I'm stuck in a writer's strike, and so my career is kind of just at a standstill. That's tough. It just sucks because a lot of people I know just don't have work in the industry. We're, it's been since May 2nd, and it's around August, and so it's it's been a while. So has, like, nobody crossed that line? Like, has everybody pretty much been, like, we all, don't... All the articles are... Saying that there's no end in sight, which mm-hmm. really sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's made me sit down and be like, I can't pay certain bills. Well, I can pay certain bills, but it's like, okay, yeah. if, if this goes on for too long, yeah. you know, I, I got to really start reconsidering where is my career path taking me. And so it's, it's heavy stuff. It's but do you, do you know anybody that's like, no, I don't want to say caved in because are they still hiring or are, peop- are they allowing people to do certain work if they want to? It will depend on where you're looking for work mm. and so a lot of productions have halted because yeah. the writers and the, the actors it specifically that makes sense they're part of it but yeah um, there are other studios that are hiring for other things and other projects because um, writers don't dictate the world but yeah yeah um, but there are other studios hiring for different things because it reminds me like there's been sports like strikes because they can't agree on agreement mm-hmm. but then they threaten to like we'll just other people will be willing to pay play for a different price. Right. And it's like the the level of 
uh, competency might be really low because if they're just hiring whoever, it's not the same as mm-hmm. the the top level. But they kind of always threaten with that, like, oh, we, we could just get other people to fill your spot if you're not willing to. Well, what's particularly tricky about right now, and they're kind of paving the way, and I don't want to get too much into it, but because AI is such a thing right now, oh. chat GPT, and when you're pairing that with a writer, it's like, what's to stop some Joe Schmo yeah. typing something into chat GPT with the AI and just popping out, yeah. all right, we're done, but it's like, no, they're they're trying to make certain um, that makes sense. fairness yeah, and yeah, new yeah. rules and new laws of to protect themselves. Yeah. You know, and so and that's just one small part of the cookie. Dang. But it's 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 a lot. And so it's a lot of us are just kind of the wait and see period, but not everyone can wait for that long. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. it's tricky. I kinda wanna make a bold statement and say screw AI, but a lot of AI helps us in a lot of weird small things too. That it we does think about. So it it's, does. It's 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 I guess I guess I'm thinking of a specific like vein of AI, but I don't know I don't know enough about either to say screw it. So yeah, AI helps with flights. It helps with Mm -hmm. um, just so many different systems and algorithms. But you know, yeah, here here we are for sure. How are you doing, Matt? Pretty good. Um, I'm a I'm a teacher, so school's starting up pretty soon. So Ooh. getting back to that grind, but did a lot of traveling this past summer. So. I know you were a busy man. You went yeah. to like six places. Yeah, like probably yeah five to six. That's yeah, crazy. five to six. Traveling man. I know. Yep. Seen seen the world. So we, we we joke that your first year of teaching, you got teacher of the year, and I know that you can't get one until every four years to prevent. But he's back. And so, are, are you? Is this a new term where you can actually get it? Yeah, this is a new term. He's eligible. It's he's every four years because they flush out like the students that could have voted for a teacher of the word winner, and since right. high school's for four years, oh. that's why it's every four. Because they don't want somebody to just win like <laughs> eight in a row. Yeah, I'm, you know, you, you always have to question, okay, why do they put certain rules in place, and someone was probably <laughs> too many times, and, and all the rest of the teachers were like, this guy keeps yeah. winning. He's not even that good. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but like that's my assumption why it's every four years. There's that one year that teacher got it three years in a row, and they're like, okay. Have you, have you met teachers? Because you... You 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 appreciated it, but it's not like you were trying for it. You know, it's not like you were gunning for the award. Are there te- do you have you heard of teachers that are like trying to get the award? Uh, no. Okay, to be to be honest, like you get like a you just get like a plaque and like it's just a badge of honor basically. So like, there's no like, oh, you get a bonus or mm. oh, you get so the incentive. Is yeah, not great. so. I think it's just, you know, it's just like, oh, like, that's cool. And then that's where it ends. <laughs> well, where's, where's your plaque, your your first plaque? Okay, so I got Teacher of the Year when COVID first hit. So they never gave me a oh, plaque. You so you got the award but never got a tangible. Correct. So It only existed it, on Zoom. Yeah. So, <laughs> so actually, though, my mom, on one of my birthdays, she um, made me a plaque that says, Teacher of the Year from Wait, that. so the school's not not just not gonna have one for that year? Yeah, probably not. What? What? That's a sham. They're gonna pretend well, like that year didn't exist. <laughs> well, you know, they they had a lot to worry about <laughs> besides <laughs> giving somebody a Teacher of the Year. <laughs> Wait, is it like That's like true. Employee of the Month where your name is like engraved on like this giant thing, or is it literally just this year you got it and yeah, that's okay. it. Oh, just okay. you, you got it. Yeah. 
So you're not in like some record of a Google I know, sheet they, or something? Or they don't or, have it like in the office where it's like this year, this year, this year, this yeah, year. There's going to be a gap. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't have that okay. thing. So, you know. We should, we should, um, let's petition. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's petition and say, you guys need to keep record of this because. <laughs> Mr. Deguchi. Yeah. Rookie of the you, year. You do man. a petition and then like, you're just pointing out the one person that's not like, not on that sheet. And it's just like, okay, we know, <laughs> we who, know, who we know whose friends these are. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, that's, I guess that's one way to make it where it's like a nice, People's Choice Awards, you don't get much, but it's like, yeah. it's cool It's cool recognition. It, it, to boost your ego, at least a little bit. Yeah. confidence. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, you know, I'm more low-key and stuff, so, like, you know, I'm not I'm not doing anything that... He's like, a people's I'm, champ, you know, so he doesn't care yeah. about the accolades. Oh, he just, I think, he just do I think, it for the people. I think that's Brandon, though. No, that's okay, the, we're, we're, we're changing topics. Chat. But <laughs> does the admin or staff get to vote, or is it purely so students? So 50% comes from staff. Voting and fifty percent comes oh. from student voting. Oh, so you still yeah. at least one ha- half the vote of staff too. Yeah, pro- pro- like, most likely. And each each staff member gets one vote. And so. obviously, you're not going to vote. You didn't vote for yourself, right? You can't vote for yourself. Okay, that's good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it was it was a decisive victory. It wasn't just a <laughs> let's just give it to him. <laughs> yeah, he's a first year teacher. Let's give him. Yeah. T O T Y man, teacher of the year. Yep, so we'll see if I... Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same season. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. How about you, Brett? How, how are you been? Good. Um, I want to thank both of you guys. You guys have been able to pour into my life. I am another year older now, and I'm feeling it yeah. a little bit. And so um, it's Let's been awesome. happy birthday. No, that's okay. That's okay. It's already, it's, already been, it's already been passed. We don't want people to turn off the podcast. I'll just press skip. Yeah, this early, this early in the episode. But it, it was good. It's been good. The weekend was awesome to, to celebrate and see people. And um, I think I said on previous one, though, when you just get older, you recognize why your parents or older people value the time that they have with people. Mm-hmm. And so I think... I don't want to say like I'm so old that I'm in that stage, but I could just see how that is something that's like, oh, it does mean a lot because mm. everyone's busy, right? And yeah. being an adult, you have different responsibilities and all this junk. So for people to make time, that says a lot. And so that's what I appreciated. So um, feeling pretty good. I, I think I felt kind of weird my past other birthdays, but this one, it, I mean, it does feel weird when you think about the number, mm. but in terms of like, wanting to celebrate and hang out and do all that stuff I didn't feel weird about. Where in the past, sometimes it's been kind of like, ah. I have to more like will myself to do something and be willing to receive and be willing to like be out and be social and willing to say, what do you want to do? Have an opinion. But for this year, it was like, no, like let's do this. And I'm cool with that and I I enjoy it. So it it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It just, yeah, people, some people were surprised that I was turning thirty-two. Oh, they, it's out there. And they tried. To, they tried to. Um, they tried to like. I don't know if they thought I was feeling bad about it or like they couldn't read me. Uh-huh. But they're like, "Don't worry, you don't look it." And I was like, "That's not really my concern." <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate everybody's uh, well wishes and sentiment. So, good, good. yeah, yeah. Well, today is an interesting one. We got an interesting topic because. The guest that we brought in, Matt, for this topic and this game we're going to play, 
some would say it's not in his alley, but in a weird <laughs> way, it kind of is. Oh, it definitely is. If you think about it, right? Because although he doesn't enjoy fibbing, mm. and he has a hard time lying when it comes to games, or he just doesn't, he doesn't revel in it. He doesn't like. Yes. Not to say that he doesn't, but no. he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't enjoy, enjoy like yeah. deceiving people. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to bring him on to 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 have this conversation and this topic. But first, we'll jump into a game before we dive into that. I think this game will be fun. Um, Very different. Yeah, it's like a liar, liar. Your pants are on fire. I guess that's the best way. To, yeah, I guess that's the best way to go. Or not, liar. Your pants are not on fire. You're you're lying about lying. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how it's gonna work, right? We're each going to say, kind of like a story or a statement. Hopefully, it's a little bit longer than just one sentence. Uh, mine will. Yeah, <laughs> and um, the other two people listening at the end of it will have to guess if that was the truth and it really happened or was it a lie and that person was just making it up so what i think what's going to be extra tricky is that we've told stories to each other enough and on here and on here where we're, we run into this issue of i think i've heard this story before but how yeah. much of the details do i remember yeah so we're gonna have to really step up our game and pick the right thing yeah on both ends yeah who, who wants to start it off? I kind of want to hear Matt first. All right, I'll start it off. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I have <coughs> never changed my two nephews' diapers. Ne- <sighs> never once changed. So changing means taking it off, putting getting a, a new, new one, one, wiping the butt, putting the butt paste. Yeah. Or even assisting. Mm, it never. Be, it could be pee. It yeah, pee, be pee. Yeah, you should still wipe though. But okay. Yeah. He's never helped his two nephews change once, and he's three. So, so now? my two nephews are three years old and like six months. Six. So in three years, he's never had to touch does, a touch. Okay. Diaper. Does helping mean like, hey Matt, go grab the butt cream? And he grabs it. Is that considered assisting? Yes. Oh, oh. So, oh so he hasn't even like helped grab an extra he pamper. Just, he, just, he just runs out of whatever room everybody's in. Or he goes to the bathroom and locks the door. <laughs> so then he can't help. But I can also see his family like... Not asking him? Yeah, just like going to another room and not trying to bother anyone else. Okay, but they just do it what themselves. if he visited them on his own? Like it's not like the whole family was there and they needed help. True, but he just n- no assistance. He's he's had to have helped once. Hey, Matt, can you just grab the pamper in the drawer? You're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I that's a like, lie. I feel like he's had to at least once. I'm gonna say that's a lie. Yeah, I'm. I agree. Okay, verdict. That is the truth. You've I've no, never, bro, no, dude. I can't. I just I just can't. <laughs> like like my sister and my brother in law. They've asked. Me and I'm just like I'm sorry. Oh, I, I just can't. So you just reject that. I, I'm just like no. I, I just like yeah. No, thank you. I can't. I just can't. I was not anticipating the straight up rejection, dude. That's no, beast. I won't. I just like give them like this 
like just like, you know uh, yeah you know I don't you know think when you, you want see, me to help you, know you. When, yeah you know when you see something gross and you have that yeah. facial expression or that or that emoji on your phone just yeah. like one in green I'm like oh no I'm sorry I can't I just can't I like how oh. he says sorry too he's like no I'm sorry because so, I should but I don't so so they've just given up on asking you for help at yeah this point. pretty they much have, oh how many years did it take for them to give up. I mean, you know, my sister with her beady eyes would just come up to me like, "Do you wanna?" And you're just change like, a diaper. I'm just uh, like, oh, no, I'm sorry. no, like, uh, no, 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 I mean, I hold, I have a hard time just like when they're like in their infancy stages, just holding them. So <laughs> it's like, it's all right. We appreciate the honesty. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's truth. I, yeah. I appreciate that too. Yeah, Brandon, you want to go or do you want me Everyone to go? Wants. I, I, I can go. Okay. Okay, mine, mine's a little bit longer. It's a story. Okay. Then I'm not sure if I've ever graced your ears with it, but... Oh, let's get graced. So, you and a lot of other listeners. So Okay, so, um, my family, we, uh, in college and high school, we would travel a lot during the summer. Cause Lie. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we would go a lot. And so, this one summer, we we're coming back from a road trip. And we stop off um, in the city that my cousins used to live in. So they don't live okay. there anymore. And we just go to this Applebee's. So we go to this Applebee's. We have our, our normal lunch. Um, I think I had a, a chicken marsala. And so eating it, and very, it's very common for me to, to have to go to the bathroom whenever going to the restaurant, drinking a lot of water or whatever it is, soda. Oh, so, oh I have to go to the bathroom. So I, I feel fine. I walk to the bathroom. I'm using the restroom at a urinal. And as I'm... I, I, a lot of guys have this, like, you feel like you have to fart. And so I, I fart while I'm peeing. Very natural, very normal. And as I'm peeing, I feel something, like, wet going down my leg. Oh, bro. And I was like, like what, what is this? So I look at my leg, and there's this, this green streak slowly going down my leg. Oh. And I was like, this, this feels weird. And so what was weird is that the fart felt normal. So I kind of, I was like, okay, so I kind of waddled over. And I was like, oh, I feel kind of wet. So I pulled down my pants and straight up just sharted all over my pants. And, oh, and it's, I'll, I'll wrap it up quick, but it, I was in there for another like 25 minutes trying to clean myself. And then in that time, my dad walks in, I just avoid eye contact. I wash my hands and I get out. And, and then I have to explain this whole story to the rest of my family who's been waiting in the restaurant for like half an hour. And, and I had oh, to explain the whole story. And oh, it was Applebee's. It was, and well, it, the, the whole meal felt normal. My stomach didn't hurt. It was just, but that's worse. Applebee's just got dunked on. <laughs> and uh, it feels uh, normal, but it's not going to come out normal. <laughs> Applebee's. And to this day, I, ever, whenever I have to f- feel a feeling of have to fart when I pee, I get scared. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Only when you're peeing? Only when I'm peeing, I get scared. All right. I think truth. You think that happened to Brandon? Yes. He said it was green running down his leg. Yeah. I think it's truth, though. Based off what he said at the beginning of his, before he went into his story. You mean going with his family to travel? No, he said, I, I forgot what he said before he prefaced it with this. And then based off that, I think it's true too. More detail, more accurate. I'm going to say, dang. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Because I kind of want it to be true. Just because that's a wild story. I'm going to say you're lying. 
So Matt says true, and I say you're lying. The answer is it is true. Oh, bro. <laughs> the worst part is I was I was like 21 years old. I, I was I was like a full fledged adult. Like this is like yeah, it happened in this century. It was dang. So you felt fine, but you just everything. I just felt totally fine, and I was like, why do I feel wet? Oh, it was it was golly. And we're we're in a road trip, so thankfully we had like a bunch of stuff in the car, like to change. So was the was the harder part cleaning up and dealing with that, or the hard part telling your family why you were in there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they were both. Pretty, <laughs> it was both pretty hard. Uh, yeah, because you're like in a, some lame bathroom. They don't have good toilet paper. Yeah, it's like semi clean. Yeah, it's janky in there. And so it was. That was a journey. That was. Do you still go to Applebee's? I have not been to Applebee's since. Oh, it's we been, know where we're going this weekend. <laughs> it's been like seven years, eight years. Ah, oh, bro, it, that's it's, rough. That was a that was a hard day. Okay, I'll tell my story. Let's do it. Okay, I this was back in middle school. I was in eighth grade, and I was in chemistry. And I remember the building I was in. I don't want to say what school. I mean, okay. I went to Carmenita Middle School. <laughs> okay. But, okay. So, we're, we're sitting in class. And <clears throat> I'm not going to say my teacher's name because we're not giving out names. But we were answering questions that we were doing, like, um, this, like scientific equations and different things, right? And you, he gave us time to finish all of the, the worksheet. And then we were done. We were going to go over some of them. So I finished, so I'm just messing around as I often did in class. Uh-huh. And um, for whatever reason, I got this weird idea to grab the scissors and start like cutting some of my own hair. Okay. So I cut some of my own hair, just like a little bit. Right. And then um, I'm like, I kind of want to cut somebody else's hair. So then. I asked somebody, like, let me cut your hair. And then they're like, no, you're not going to cut my hair. <laughs> so the person sitting to the left of me. Okay, so I'm like, let me let me cut your hair. And he, he's like, no. Okay, so, so it's like, a guy. Okay. Yeah, I was like, okay, the guy's not going to let me cut his hair because it's with scissor. So then I asked a girl who's sitting to diagonal left of me, okay. in front of me to left. I was like, would you trust me to cut your hair? And she was like, I think I would trust you, but... I don't know. Like, she's like, I don't want my hair cut right now. And I was like, I was like, come on, let me just try it. I was like, I'm pretty sure I could do it. And then she's like, no, I'm like fine. So then the teacher is like in the meantime, because I'm not really paying attention is like trying to get everybody back, like focus so that we can go over some of the questions. But then the girl sitting right in front of me, I just, I put the scissor like two, maybe like two inches. No, like an inch and a half, inch and a half, okay? From the bottom, her hair is just going down, right, uh-huh. by her back. I just put the scissor over her hair, maybe one and a half inches from the bottom. And I just tell her, I don't want to say her name either, <laughs> but it started with the C. And I said, if you move, I, I'm cutting your hair. And she said, what? And I said, if you move, I'm cutting your hair. So then the teacher's like, all right, everybody quiet down. Right? So I'm just sitting like with my scissors. <laughs> he can't see me. I'm just sitting with the scissors. But I buy her hair. He asks he asks us to solve like 
on the board to come solve the equation. He picks her. <laughs> of all the people. <laughs> so in my head, I'm laughing. And the, my, my friend sitting to the left of me is laughing. And then the other girl knows what's going on, but they're not saying anything, right? So I'm just, I'm just sitting there. And in my mind, I know I'm not going to do it. But she's, she stands up because she's going to go write it on the board. And I just cut it. Like just almost like out of reaction, I just go bang and I cut it. And then there's like like a chunk of her hair that just falls onto her seat. <laughs> and then she has to go up. She has to go up and um, solve, the solve the thing. And then when she comes back, she's pretty upset. Do you think he actually cut it? I guess that's, that's the thing. Did he actually cut it? The whole story could be real until up to the cutting part. I think Brett actually cut it. I'm going to say lie. Oh, is eighth grade Brett that bold to just cut her hair? Oh, I think he might have. I'm saying lie. I feel like he would have done it if he was a younger eighth grade. Hmm. I'll tell you, and I was friends with all the people that I asked. So even the even the girl that yeah 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 so it wasn't like a, a Some stranger. stranger yeah 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 I'm gonna say lie because I think she would have reacted more I'm gonna say I'm gonna say lie she would have reacted more it's the truth <laughs> I I actually didn't mean to do it like I wasn't going to do it it was just more of like one of those threats but when she just stood up I I don't know why just out of reaction I just did it. It cut. She didn't like really recognize because it didn't like pull. And then she oh, so came, when she got, she didn't even know. But when she came back, she was no, like, she heard, she heard something, but she was like trying not to pay attention to me. Oh, right. And then her friend was like, "Oh my gosh!" When then she came back, so then she had me try to like make it even though. Oh, so she let you keep cutting? Well, because there was just like a square <laughs> missing, just in the middle. So then I had to keep going. Well, at, not later I had yeah, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. try to make it straight for her. For her. Oh, I think I know which professor or which teacher you're talking about too. Yeah, I think you do too. But I, oh. I, I honestly didn't mean to do it. But <laughs> I don't know why my reaction. Maybe because I said, "If you move," I like spoke it into existence. In my own head. It just like I just did it real quick, and I was just like, "Oh dang!" Oh, you troublemaker! Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, but I mean, she was upset, but her hair was pretty long, able to cut it like straight enough at afterwards. So she wasn't like she I was wanted upset. To cut it anyway. She was upset, but she wasn't like <laughs> crazy upset where she would, like tell on me or yeah, something, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So you had a good enough reputation. Yeah, good en good enough. Just good enough. Yeah. Well, now whenever you hold scissors, I'm running away from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's one more? One, we can do one more. One more for everybody, okay. Okay. Um, so, as you two know, I tutor a lot. Yes. So, during a summer, because of some of the people I tutor play video games, their schedules are flipped. So, for example, they would, they would wake up at 8 p.m., and go to sleep at 12 p.m. Whoa. 
So okay. I so one summer I had to tutor them from one to four a.m. like four three to four days in a row because they were taking summer school at the time, and I had to for. Yeah, three to four days in a row. I had to tutor them from that time frame because that's when they were up. <laughs> okay, so you're saying they slept at twelve because they'd go to morning session of Sunday sc- of uh, school during the day, right? If they slept at twelve p.m. the next day, right? Then <sighs> they would wake up at eight p.m. They would stay awake all night and then go to school in our morning, their nighttime, and then go to sleep at twelve. Yeah, and the reason why they went to bed at 12 p.m. was because they had summer school in the morning. Right, so it's almost like their their night school. Yeah, their nighttime, Uh, yeah. So you were the super bro tutor teacher that would stay up to one to four for three hours. This is such a good one because he sometimes flips his schedule. (laughs) For three hours. And he'll do so much for his... Tutorees. So, Brandon, you know how you said, oh, this is tough because I've told you all the stories. I have all these teaching uh, stories that you would not. I wouldn't even bring this up to you guys because, like, this is not even a cool story. <laughs> if it is true or not. Well, because I know there were some times you would have tutors at, like, 9 p.m., 10 p.m. Yeah, and it would go late. And it would go pretty late. But, but I didn't hear about, one, yeah. To one to four. four. Dude. Those kids need more than tutoring. And it sucks we can't do, like, follow-up questions. <laughs> One to four. No way. What? No, no way. A three-hour tutoring session. Well, because most of Matt's sessions are usually about an hour, maybe two. Unless he's playing games with him afterwards at three to four in the morning. Well... If it's one to four, it's just because no one else is going to act. Like, he has an hour, too, because if it's, like, I'm tutoring someone from this time to this time, then I'm tutoring someone from this time to this time. So I'll give you context. It, it was one to four, no gaming, just math. Just. But only one week for three or four days. Yes. Golly. Oh, in Matt's summer mode, he would be down to actually do that. Yeah. Oh, $300 a session? Oh, my. Did he he really (laughs) do that? Would a parent allow that? This is for free. Pro bono. Oh. I'm going to say he did it. I'm going to reluctant. Yeah, I was was reluctant. I'm going to say he did it because... Actually, dude, whatever. I'm just going to say he did it. That was my first. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll stick with it too. Okay. Truth? Truth. Oh, man. That's you are a dedicated insane. guy. And pro bono. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I tutored them from one to four because they were doing us. So, they were doing summer. They were doing an online summer class at Cerritos College. Oh, it wasn't even oh, high but, school. Yeah, I was going to say for but in the morning they were doing summer school at their actual high school. Oh my! So I was helping them with their Cerritos College stuff. What oh, the jeez. Wait, why were they taking summer school? They failed. Yeah, and and on top of that, they're taking Cerritos classes. Yes, that's crazy. Wait, they failed a high school course, but they wanted to take college courses. Yeah, so they could take calc the next year. Oh my gosh! Why don't you just pass in the first place? <laughs> 
Uh, they 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 failed in pandemic year. Uh, okay, oh, that makes rough. more sense. Dang, oh, that, that's but why like, teacher of the year. But that's why, like, when during those sessions, I was like, you I, had to have been falling. Asleep. I was just telling them, like, I was like, I'm so tired. And <laughs> like, your why? sessions, they're obviously on Zoom, right? They're obviously yeah. So I was literally like helping them do their homework and watching them, and we were screen sharing on Discord and all this stuff. And like, oh, oh wow. my gosh, like, there, there's one week in the summer when we were texting you and you weren't responding, and that was why. And this was when I was vacationing, so I was in Sacramento. Oh, so you weren't even. Oh, jeez, jeez, what a dedicated guy! Wow, did they like? I feel like though, maybe you shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> like that is a very rare, learned. rare yeah. circumstance. Yeah. But um, they're they're good kids, so for sure, they're they're oh, really good man, kids. They're so. forever indebted to you. Yeah, that's hardcore. They take you out to dinner once a week. Well, that's- I will just say this too. Shout out to them. The following this past year, um, when they took their AP exam, one got a three, one got a four, one hey, got a man. five. They passed. Hey, they passed. Oh, so job. wait, so you're you're doing three different people in one. Yeah, it was three people at the same oh, time. All three of them. Yeah, in, they're all, one they're all friends. So we were just oh, man. in there from one to four a.m. Oh, gosh, dang. Props to you as a teacher, as a dedicated maybe they mentor. Sh- maybe they should find new friends too because they're, <laughs> they're making each other fail. Each other, yeah. yeah. I guess they all passed, wow. so they learned their lesson. Yeah, you've helped them become better people. <clears throat> Is that props to the teacher? Props to the student? That's that's mad. It's impressive. Okay, I guess I'll I'll go with my story. Okay, so. I don't think you guys know very many of my high school stories. So I'm going to go back to high school. Um, so there's this key club that I was involved in, which is basically a volunteer organization that you have to do and you need 200 hours. And so they had this one event. Um, not very many of us did it, but it was it was go to SeaWorld, but you're kind of chaperoning um, these kids. And these kids were, they're elementary school and they were special needs kids. So you're kind of going with them as a group um, there were maybe like 15 of us and there's a group and you and you kind of go wherever they want and just making sure that they're fine. And um, and so that was what we're doing. And so this one kid in particular, there's just a small section where we kind of lost him. Dude. And so, because there's just a lot going on. And so there's a small section where we lost him. And so we, we ended up finding him and he was just wet. And we're like... He went to Applebee's. <laughs> and, and he was wet. And we're like, why are you wet? And he, and then for the rest of the time, he was just silent. And he was like wet. And he was, he, he had his backpack and he had like this trench coaty type, just this large jacket. And he was just like super and just cold and just walking with us everywhere. And so like, why is he so quiet? And so when we got on the bus later, wet, super quiet. And then as we're driving back, we... We were we? Who was it? It was our teacher who, or the the head teacher, gets something on their phone and says, "Someone had called them. Either they called them, or was uh, um, people were freaking out. But basically, basically, what happened is one of the penguins was missing. And oh so, my! And so, what happened was, um, <laughs> we, so we didn't know what happened. And at this time, all the kids are back home. And so, what we had heard later was that the mom had, had that son with that mom was like, why is my son in the bathroom for so long? And so what had happened was he, he, stole he it. had somehow fallen inside of the pit. No one was watching. He grabbed a penguin and took it home. And then, so the mom had to call the sea world and say, are you missing a penguin? I have it. So they had to come to her house and grab the penguin from the kid that he stole somehow. 
and so I, we heard about it like way after, but the story was that the kid had somehow stolen a penguin and got it home. Dude, no way. Come yeah. on. Dude. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you that we had, we had no That's so, wild. so like, how did we not hear it on the on the bus and how did it not these, die? I don't I don't know. Well, I mean, it doesn't need water to live. But he put but, it in his backpack. I, no, it wasn't his. I th- we think he was. It was in his jacket. That's why he didn't move. And he he was trying to like. So we didn't see his hands, but his hands were in his jacket, and he was like somehow comforting it. So he straight up tried to smuggle it. No, he did. He he actually <laughs> yeah, did. He, and he got it home. Did. He didn't try. He did it. Oh my god! There's no way. And so we didn't know about it until way after. He the fact. fell in. Well, we assume that he fell, or he intentionally went in. We don't, we, we didn't, because for that small period of time when he disappeared, we didn't know I'm going, what happened. I'm going lie. Yeah, I'm saying lie. I'm saying the penguin enclosure, you can't fall in, or it's one of the most visited ones. Somebody had to have seen him, and they couldn't just be like, that kid took a penguin. Okay, well, I can't vouch for that small section that we didn't see him. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying. But, we, but the aftermath... Of what happened. Dude. I'm saying lie. If that story is true, that is so... Okay, I don't want to endorse jacking zoo <laughs> animals. That's one of the most wild stories, but I have to say lie. Okay, so... It is a lie for me, but this story actually happened to a friend of mine. And so he... Had, this had actually happened to a friend. And so it's not mine to tell, but somebody this happened to someone else. So oh. the truth of... That's, that's basically what happened, but I didn't do it in Key Club in high school. But that story was true. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. We're going so, to so have a talk later, Brandon. <laughs> I know. So when you heard that, what was your thinking? I, the same exact reaction. is like, how in the world <laughs> does a kid get a penguin out? <laughs> and how does no one notice? Yeah, at all, any point. At any point. Because yeah, he had that, to walk to the bus. Yeah. He had to go sit on the bus. And mm-hmm. the penguin doesn't make a noise? I think that's the, the biggest amazement that... Or maybe... Just because the kids were so loud that you don't really hear it, or he like he must have like poked in and looked at it enough where it was kind of calming him or whatever. Oh my! Maybe but he was feeding him something. Maybe, dude. But, but that's that's, really, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Okay. It's not mine to tell, dude. That's. I don't think I could top that story, <laughs> whether it's truth or lie. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this story goes back to me being in high school. Um. I don't remember exactly what year, but I was playing basketball. This wasn't, this wasn't school basketball. This is like a league outside of school. Okay. So I'm playing at this gym and I'm playing against um, this uh, OCO team, the orange team. Okay. okay. So we're playing and um, it's a, it's a pretty close game. It's, it's in summer. It's pretty hot. And um, I'm not guarding the guy with a ball. Right. So I'm guarding somebody else. They pass it to somebody else. I'm still guarding my man. Then the person drives to the basket. Okay. He was maybe a little bit taller than me. He was like one of their big men. He starts driving to the basket. So I kind of leave the guy I'm guarding to try to help guard this guy. But he kind of, he's, he's in, he's towards the basket. So I'm at his back and he's going to go up for a a layup. So I'm going to try to block him from behind. One of our, my teammates slid in front of him to take a charge okay i think i know where this is going so the guy goes up and he goes for a layup so he lifts his leg and knees my teammate right and you know how whenever like you're trying to draw a foul like people will make noise like ah or like so our 
so my teammate takes a charge, right? And so there's like, a, ah, and the other guy goes like, hey, because he's a foul and he throws it up. He doesn't make it. But like right after they both made a noise, like they just were like, ah, and then like because it got quiet because people were waiting to hear if the ref blew the whistle for a foul, he farted. <laughs> <laughs> the guy going up for layup, went, I was like, ah, and it was like loud. And I was standing right behind him when he farted. So I was like, oh. And then the ref had the whistle in his mouth. And he and he heard it. And he started laughing. So he didn't blow he didn't blow the whistle. So then like somebody somebody else was walking by and like started coughing. Like not gagging, but like coughing. And then the ref had to like take the whistle out of his mouth because he was laughing. And then he he ended up calling a foul and he called a blocking foul. But and then the guy went to the free throw line and I think he made one of the two shots. But <laughs> what about the other ref? The other ref was at, at half court or oh, three point line, and the other ref was under the basket. So yeah. the guy under the basket, <laughs> it was his call yeah. because it was in the key, and he was gonna call a block or a charge. But he was about to blow. His, he had the whistle in his mouth. He was about to blow it, but it was like, hey, <laughs> and then it was just like. <laughs> Oh, I don't care. I want it to be true. I'm just gonna say that it's true. I'm gonna say lie. Oh, I I don't care if it's a lie. I think that's so funny. <laughs> it was a <the> truth. <laughs> I remember the guy that did it. He was number fifty-five. <laughs> I was like laughing, but it was so gross. Yeah, how do you play seriously anymore? You just... I know he was at the free throw line dribbling, and like couldn't look at him because I was gonna start <laughs> cracking up. Just as he put there, just fart. And yeah. Just... Oh gosh, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, somebody walked by and they're like, and even one of his teammates was like, bro, that's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you guys win? Do you remember you guys I win? don't even remember if we won or lost. Oh, it doesn't that matter. Game. That's a good story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even the ref after, he was like shaking his head and just laughing. He couldn't, he couldn't help it. It, uh, was, it was too good. I would have gone up to that ref and be like, hey, watch that 55, man. <laughs> He would have called everything for you. Yeah, technical, dude. <laughs> flagrant. That was flagrant. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, 55. Yeah. It's got a, it's got a new ring to it. <laughs> I know. That's so oh, funny. That's it was like hilarious. it was it was it was like the gym was hot too because it was in the <laughs> summer. So it was just like all musty Everybody in there. And it was just like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gold. That's so funny. Poor guy. Yeah. You'll for remember this. What well, does he know? He farted. <laughs> yeah, he did. He okay. didn't want to say you know, anything. Sometimes though. you fart and you're like, you don't realize. Yeah, right? and there's green stuff coming uh, out of you. <laughs> He's on his own podcast, and we're saying the same story. But yeah, I farted this dude. That was, that's called a finger roll <laughs> fart. <laughs> yeah, crop dust on the way yeah. up, dude. <laughs> oh, uh, it probably would have felt worse if he got an offensive foul because that was pretty offensive. But you got to shoot free throws afterwards. Ah. Uh. That's foul for a different reason. Yeah, that's that was funny. definitely foul. <sighs> that's All right, I hope. I mean, that game was. I don't. I hope that that game was yeah, fun we for, for the a listeners, long time, but, but it was it was fun to play in here. Um, I, I think the reason we've been wanting to talk about lying for a while. Yeah, and I think it's easy to know that in general, like lying is not a positive thing. Yes. I do think people will like to argue or um, almost like try to quantify what is lying, right? Like if it's to protect someone, is that okay? If it's right. to because somebody doesn't need to know, is that okay? You know, like there's all these kind of white lies. Yeah, or just like things that kind of 
try to clarify it to be like, well, I think in that scenario, it's fine. And so in general, I think people think it's bad. Mm. And I think there are situations that it's a, a, a total, I don't want to say it's relative to the situation, but it's subjective to kind of what's going on. Yeah. Potentially. But I, I think a, a deeper part of the conversation of lying is like, why do we lie? Because mm-hmm. I, I know we all lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though we know it's inherently wrong. Wrong. Yeah. But we, we all lie. And whether that's in a setting with for a game, like that we just played right now. <laughs> yeah. To you know, our our daily whatever. If we're talking to somebody, if we're at work, if we're at school, if we're hanging out with friends, like some lies maybe we see as they don't they're not hurtful or they don't cause any harm Mm -hmm. but nonetheless they're still a lie Mm -hmm. and so i don't know how you guys feel about lying or how you guys view it but um i i think it is interesting to kind of navigate the discussion of like why we may lie Mm -hmm. or we have lied Mm -hmm. and kind of looking at it just as a whole uh yeah i um Maybe I'm not proud of this, but I think growing up, it was very easy for me to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because, well, one, I wasn't necessarily taught in a great atmosphere of hitting the heart of why truth is so important. Mm. Um, like, if, like it was kind of just a general, oh, you should know this and you know that the truth is good, but it wasn't hit hard enough for me at home. Mm. Uh, so there was this, a, uh, this math tutoring company um, called Kumon or Kumon for some people. Mm. I hated it. Mondays and Thursdays were the worst days of the week. And so I got to a point where, I mean, like the first levels are super easy. um, But once you get into the higher levels, there's just a lot more work required. You have to show your work. And I was bad. And I would always look at the answer sheets and just write in the answers. And all the teachers knew, you're cheating. There's no way that you can just know this without showing work and all these things. Um, And so eventually I figured, okay, I have to do the work or at least show the work. And then just look at the answer. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so I like write like fake answers or fake uh, proof, work. Yeah. fake work, and then just write the answer. And then if they were to actually check it instead of just, they would be like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, and then it got to a point, <laughs> my parents hated it. It got to a point where I would hide my homework all around the house or I'd rip it up or I'd like put it in water and then rip it up and then flush it down the toilet. And oh, dang. <laughs> I, I, I hated it. <laughs> And so, should have said that for your truth or lie. <laughs> and then my my parents were like, "Oh, did you finish your homework?" I was like, "Oh, I didn't have any." <laughs> and if they would check, it's like not there. It, yeah, and so I'm convinced it, if and when they move out of that house, they're gonna find random Kumon packets around the house. But like, I, I, like I, for a long time, especially in elementary school, it was just not ingrained enough in me of how important mm. the truth is and what it means and um, the consequences of it. Mm. My parents later were saying like, "Yeah, those last few years of Kumon for you." just a waste of money. <laughs> you were just hiding homework and, <laughs> and doing cheating. Um, and I think I had to take a real serious look on how how bad it was. Mm. Um, I wasn't intentionally lying to my friends, but sometimes it would just come out. And um, for a while, for me, it was just for protection, to mm. protect myself from mm. um, looking bad or just some fear of um, not wanting to say the right thing because mm. it was so much easier to lie and not tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that has affected me growing older, especially now that I'm so much more serious about my faith and 
I'd like to think I'm a little bit more mature, but just I have to tell her, even if it's going to hurt, even if it's um, just the scenario demands it, like telling the truth, you, you have to. Like mm-hmm. not lying on a resume, not lying. Because now as an adult, you lie. There are serious consequences to lying. And so yeah. mm-hmm. just the severity of being honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something I really had to work through growing up because I don't think I was taught well enough mm. to to be truthful. Because it was you could get away with so many things if you lie. Mm-hmm. There's so many times when I was a lot older, I was like, man, it's so easy to steal stuff from stores. Like it was so it but I would have to tell myself not to do it mm. because it wasn't I wasn't drilled enough as a kid. Interesting. And so a lot of my upbringing just it wasn't hit on the head hard enough. Wow. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in the Boy Scouts. The first there's a, this thing called the Scout Law. The first thing the Scout Law is a scout is trustworthy, <laughs> loyal, like all these things. I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay, I got to really start thinking about these things that I'm repeating week after week. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was tough. It was really hard for me growing up. Mm. Wait, I, so did you steal stuff once or twice, and I got away with it too? But then I, I had to return it, or I, I had to confess. But I, I have definitely stolen stuff as a kid. Wow. A little troublemaker. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How are you for you, Matt? Like just lying in general or? Yeah. Or just, yeah. Whatever you wanted to hit on. Um, yeah. Like for me, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if it's my upbringing or whatnot because I don't know if anyone just tells you. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> we hear it in like the Bible and stuff and whatnot, but like. You know, I don't know if anyone explicitly said like, dude, like lying is like bad, mm-hmm. like just like just straight. Right. Unless yeah. they told me that when I was like super young and then it's just he's got you don't, it. You don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just felt like for me, like it just never felt good to lie. Mm. Like, mm. yeah. Like, or like there, the, I think the times where I do lie the most is probably like when someone is telling a story and then, you know, when they say like, Oh, like, have you ever heard of blah, 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 blah. And then, Oh yeah. Absolutely. And then yeah. I'm just like, Oh yeah. When in my mind, <laughs> I'm just like, and you know me, I'm just, I don't know most things. So whenever they <laughs> say that, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying, but I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah, so that you don't have to explain what that is. And then we could just go to the crux of the story. But I think that's where I catch myself the most, like saying like, mm-hmm. yeah, instead of just straight up just saying like, yeah, no, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's where I lie the most. And I think I just got to be better because I think too, there's like, you're also anticipating that if you say no, then it's just like, it just kills their story. Right. Like, <laughs> So I'm like, oh, I don't want to make them feel like their story is just destroyed because I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, uh-huh. Then, <laughs> okay, but if the, if the other... Okay, so one thing that is always in the back of my mind whenever I do that is if they ever say, okay, so tell me about it. Yeah, if they ask oh, you're you. The I, 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 I've never... Well, most people don't even go there. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, but... You know, though, though, I always have that in the back of my mind because I don't like lying. So like, I'm just like, oh gosh, if they ask me like what a moniker is, I'm like, oh no, like, or what a Tuscan, like, oh gosh, like I'm, I'm going to be like, I need to actually, I need to go bathroom real quick. I then just go somewhere or something. I'm not coming back. I'm not going to phone. Them. But yeah, just, I don't know, for me, just lying, like just never sit well. And mm-hmm. well... I do think like there's a couple things that 
made me like become like more so like not lying. Like I remember, I remember in middle school, I did my work, but then, um, you know, like I would, there was one time where I had my friend, he asked me for like the outline for like, um, like a history assignment. So we just had to write like a summary of like all the stuff that we read and he didn't do it. So I gave it to him and then a teacher caught him cheating off of mine, but I wasn't with him. I just lend it to him in the morning and then, and then my actual history teacher um, pulled me and my friend aside and she just said, you know, I'm like super disappointed in you and like you're both getting a zero for this. And then when I went home, oh man, um, not going to say who, but one of my two parents was definitely <laughs> not happy, not happy. And that was a super sad day. And then I think I learned that lesson moving on yeah moving on from there since middle school that one so he was tutoring people back then helping (laughs) them out (laughs) yeah so i think from there i think that's probably like the root of it but i'm glad like i went through that because you know life changing yeah i mean honestly with parents and stuff it all comes from it, it most of the time it all comes from um a loving standpoint for them because they know the consequences of what this could be like in the future in our mm. in our lives and stuff so like mm-hmm. you know at the time it sucked i cried in my room and it was this very sad day but then looking back at it, i'm like oh okay okay i think that might have been a moment where it was just like i don't want to feel like this again yeah, and and, it, and then you know at the end of the day i knew like i shouldn't have let my friend cheat off my paper yeah that's on me ultimately yeah. so that's like one story where it's like yep I'm going to try to stray away from this yeah. cheating slash lying. Because mm-hmm. yeah. cheating is a form of lying, pretty much. Yeah. It pretty much is. So Yeah. 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 That's tough. That is tough. I think we've all been in similar situations like that. and Oh, absolutely. I, I can think of the many times <laughs> when I'm in that kind of situation, yeah. Yeah, I, I think for me, lying it was similarly a form of protection, but I think it was more like... There were certain things that I didn't even understand and know how to explain. Um, I took chunks of, of time off of school, both in in uh, middle school and high school. And so people, you know, were genuinely curious, like, where have you been? Are you okay? What's going on? And, um, you know, at the time, my, my psychologist told me, like, well, you don't have to, tell, like, tell them. Like, you don't, you can tell them as much as you want or you don't, right? And And early on, a lot of my explanation for why I was missing or not feeling well was I mean I did have asthma when I was young Mm -hmm. that wasn't the cause of it but just to get people off my back or to just to answer and not have to explain you know the the initial lie would be oh like I was struggling with my asthma Mm. and then most people would just be like oh like I'm glad you're feeling better or whatever but you know as you go on and if if I miss longer chunks of time that doesn't fly like they're like You've been struggling for asthma for three months. Like, yeah, it's possible, but just like they have a better understanding of, well, I think something else is going on, right? And mm-hmm. so I think since then, um, lying became easy in the sense of, not that it's just telling people what they want to hear, but you give them enough where it's believable. And then after that, it's like if they have enough to believe in, then you could just say whatever. And then they kind of just, go along with it right Mm -hmm. and so um you know i remember like a silly lie 
was like, there was somebody at, at my high school that's older than me that we don't look alike at all. Like, we're not even the same race. I just know him as a friend. And and just, I mean, he was he was just being kind and funny, but initially he told somebody like, oh yeah, like, we're cousins. <laughs> and they're like, no, you're not. Like, you're not cousins. And I was like, yeah, we're and then he was like, yeah, we're cousins. Like, and he was like, Brett, aren't we cousins? And I was just like, yeah, we're cousins. Like, just for fun. <laughs> so the person's like, I don't believe you. And then he was just like, all right. So he just played it off, whatever. Right. And then he, he said it enough to where, like, certain people would be like, like, you just b- start believing it. Yeah. Right. And so to me, that wasn't that harmful. But I saw how, like, if you give the, enough for people to, like, sink in, they'll start going along with it or they'll just start believing it or going with it. Uh-huh. Right. And so I think at a pretty young age, I, I figured that out. And so, um, you know, it, I think I've been able to use it to my benefit in certain ways, but in the long run, because it is easy to lie, you have to consciously like fight that. Oh, I could just say this or I'll, I could just, it's like the quick and easy way out almost, right? Because sometimes telling the truth or coming clean is really hard. That's it's hard. embarrassing. It's humbling. It's awkward, right? And so sometimes it's just like a quick band-aid to lie or to mm-hmm. not tell the full truth. I think that's the tricky area too is like when do you when you tell half truths or some stuff like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, you brought up a good point. I, I think earlier you were, you said to us like, one of the simplest questions that we lie to is when someone says, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. How are you? Right. And we even did that earlier in this podcast, asking each other how we are. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people would argue or they wouldn't maybe see it in the vein of lying of like getting caught red handed type of lie. Yeah. 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 But it's like this aspect of not wanting to be fully vulnerable or honest yeah, there's just this fear that you're going to be judged or you don't want to open up the floodgates of your emotions and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you find your your do you find yourself questioning those little things even if it's in a small conversation like that where the ramifications of it isn't like cheating on a test, stealing, yeah. yeah. You know, like kind of telling more bold face or blunt lies uh-huh. um or being deceitful, but it's more of just like a you know, like a white lie. Yeah, like or I don't know if I want to tell them. I don't know if they need to know. That type of thing. Do you guys find yourself in that situation a lot? Uh, I think as I've gotten older, I don't know if I like this, but I've gotten more technical. And so the question that, especially now that I've been plaguing with is, is withholding the truth a lie? Mm. Well, you're not necessarily saying something that's false, but you're holding something back. Yeah, similar to the half-truth, right? But it's, I'm not saying anything is that considered lying and i think as i've gotten older to answer your question of how do i how do i deal with it um i think i'm always where i'm constantly trying to lean back on i think it's still good to tell the truth but i don't have to divulge everything to this particular person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there's a certain um context of where where are we we're going bowling hey how you doing it's been really hard man you know now is not the right time or you may not be the right person um and so it's like hey i'm just 
you know, okay, I'm a little tired. And that's still truth. And that's what I'm feeling. But, you know, I might in, in my internal dialogue say, you know, now's not the right time mm. to get to get through this right now. Mm. Or at church five minutes before it starts, you know, you're not or I'm not going to divulge everything that's happening in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think over time, especially as I got older, it's like, oh, I have to tell the truth. Mm. Um, I don't know if I necessarily feel icky, but there's this this weight of, man, I, I, I have to be more open mm. just because I've suppressed my emotions or I've um, like lied so much as a kid. Mm. And even in high school, it's like I, I have to train myself to be better. Mm. Um, and that's just the journey that I'm specifically on. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's not been easy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Matt? Um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, so going back to the how are you? Yeah, I've I've always pictured that as like <laughs> there's like certain people that you bring into the, you know, like the most vulnerable start part of your heart. And then you know, there's like levels as you were saying yeah. mm. and you just, you know, you just start to put people in like certain like, um, circles. So, yeah. you know, for example, like closest to me would be like, Oh, like I'll tell the truth to like family. Right. And then close friends. And then you just start to peel mm-hmm. or mo- add more layers to right. the quote unquote onion. So, yeah, yeah. you know, some people might be on the, <laughs> outside of the onion and then some might be in the second layer of the onion but so i don't see a problem with like deciphering for yourself like this person is part of this layer of an onion and Mm. this Uh. is the first time i'm describing this using an onion analogy (laughs) (laughs) it's just whatever came to my mind yeah but i think it doesn't I don't think you should always put certain people on a certain level of the onion mm. and that's how they are going to be forever. Yeah. It's just yeah. a matter of, you know, how much time you're willing to put into that person and how much time you think they're going to put into you. Right. Quite right. Seeing. Now, yeah, but, you know, as long as you're, what you're saying and whatever's out there, you're fine with, like, let's say, like, you don't trust someone whatsoever, but you just divulge everything to them. Like, that's fine, but you just have to have a level of understanding that, what are the results or what are the consequences of you doing that and being okay Mm, with that, right? Like if they're talking about that with someone else, like just mentally, are you okay with that? Because if it's like that, then that's fine, right? But just to guard your heart and set boundaries, I think that's something that... Yeah, I think that's huge. Yeah. I think that's huge. Something I think we're kind of dancing around is how much does lying and vulnerability dance hand in hand mm-hmm. you know because because uh, kind of like you're saying like we might naturally lie to protect ourselves because we don't want to be vulnerable mm-hmm. like how much do we think about that mm-hmm. you know i don't until today i didn't really think about lying as being vulnerable mm-hmm. or choosing not to be vulnerable at all yeah i, I think as i've been thinking about it because to me that was a good point even when you're you brought up oh when you get asked how are you like most often time we lie about that or it's easy to lie about that and it made me think why like, why do I n- not want to tell them the truth? Mm-hmm. And some of the reasons I feel are valid. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they don't know me like that. Or right. maybe it's even an inappropriate conversation yeah. or whatever it might be. But I think there's, a no- there's an other side of it where there is a level of fear. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that's holding you back. Or there's a level of not 
I don't want to say you don't care about that person, but like the level of investment you have is not, you don't see it equal or, or valuable enough to go to that place. Right. Right. And whether that's right or wrong, you know, everybody's going to feel a different way about it. I think most people would say, well, if you don't have a relationship with a person like that, you don't have to tell them anything. Right. And that's true. But I do think there's a line of, you can, I think as we get older and understand ourselves better and just become better communicators or whatever, there's a line that you can still communicate certain things without having to divulge information. Yeah. Without having to lie to that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it, that's a part of the, what Matt said about setting healthy boundaries and yeah. like yeah, yeah, being yeah. okay with what you share. Because I think for me, like, I've almost been quite the opposite where sometimes I feel like people are asking me how I'm doing mm-hmm. and I have no problem sharing like what's actually going on, how I'm doing. And sometimes I've done that. And when I'm talking to the other person, I can see that's not what they wanted to hear. Mm. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. expecting the, Oh, I'm good. Everything's okay. Like the small talk. And so they're already like, I could tell they're already like checked out. Yeah. Checked they, out yeah. or they don't, actually care how i'm doing Mm -hmm. and so then for me it's hard it's like okay well i'm answering your question truthfully but you didn't actually want to hear the truth that was not the intention of yeah yeah. and so then it's like even in that way i have to set a healthy boundary of like does that person actually want to know how i'm doing or they just sing it as a pleasantry small talk type of thing yeah right and so that's where like, okay, well, I don't have to lie to them just because I think they're going to check out. Right. But I also don't have to go full bore the other way and tell right. them everything. And it's like me feel like, wow, they're not even listening. Right. Yeah. And then now that sucks for me because it's like, I'm trying to be honest. And then it's not, yeah, the the right amount of factors playing for both people in, in the situation right. where it's a good conversation. Right. But I do think honesty and vulnerability or lying and vulnerability are closely tied together because in a way vulnerability is being exposed yeah, absolutely. right, or open yeah. and then being honest and lying is in that same way. It's just mm-hmm. more with our words and, and actions. Mm-hmm. Now you got me thinking of all the different ways that lying affects us of like some people just lie to themselves yeah right? there's just the, the mm-hmm. insecurities that come out mm-hmm. or whether it's just lying like pride or lying fear mm-hmm. um and then some people just want to be lied to yeah they're just so like their thinking is just so distorted where it's, they're very blissful with ignorance or they're blissful with not knowing the truth about certain things mm-hmm. and it's just it's yeah i mean we don't have the time to go into insecurities but that's that's serious stuff when it is. when you don't know that you're lying to yourself. Yeah, and there's no no truth being spoken into you, and like this is what you're thinking about yourself is a lie, mm-hmm. and, and and that's hard, you know. And I think even in that scenario, like some of the, because I think most of the time people shy away from the truth when it's something they think they don't want to hear. And and they they think that they're protecting themselves yeah. by not yeah. But even sometimes when it's a good thing people will shy away from like sometimes the hardest thing is to face it head on 
Yeah. Even if it's a good thing. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's where like truth, the whole thing lying to yourself. Like, I think if you were to tell people like you lie to yourself all the time in that connotation, people will never receive it and see that, Oh, maybe I am not being completely honest with myself. Mm -hmm. To me, it's more shying away from like, I can't or don't think or don't want to face whatever face to face. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes just facing something face to face is the most difficult part. Mm -hmm. Once Mm -hmm. you're able to do that, then now you can do something about it. You could grow, you could figure it out. Most of the time you realize it's not as bad as I thought, but that idea of facing whatever that thing is good or bad. Yeah. Sometimes can be the most difficult. And I think that's where the lying yeah, we it's a defense it's a mechanism. Cycle, yeah. Or yeah, it becomes a cycle or it's yeah. And adding on to that, I think and and I'm in the same boat of sometimes when you lie to yourself, you're in this place of complacency and I don't want to change. Mm-hmm. I don't want things to be different. I don't want to I don't want to grow. Yeah. Or I don't want to be better because yes. I'm just so used to this. And so something that I'm learning right now is like sometimes you have to go the hard quote unquote dirty way yeah. to come out stronger to come out better because you have to stop facing those lies Mm -hmm. and you have to make change and like i'm in this process of just like oh this is gonna suck but i i have to say this whether it's to my wife or to my friends like i i have to do this Mm -hmm. and we're not gonna like it in this moment but Mm -hmm. i have to continue to do this because this is the healthy way Mm. and that's that's good that's the season i'm in and it sucks yeah (laughs) straight honestly right because it's just you don't want conflict you don't want tension yes. you don't yes. want weight you know but yeah. it's like ah, this is this is the healthy way to do it yeah and so i think yeah again we lie to ourselves all the time because we don't sometimes we just don't want to move yeah we don't want to um face the reality of something kind of like what you're saying that's huge thanks for sharing that mm-hmm. yeah it's just ah sometimes the healthy way sucks but it's like this this is the best way to do it yeah for long term and Especially for me, I don't always think long term, mm. and so it's like, man, I, I gotta make changes. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Like, like I I told you guys earlier um, before we recorded. Like, I ran for the first time today. Yeah, and I kept telling myself like, well, I knew. Okay, it, it took me maybe like an hour to get into the headspace. You just gotta just run, just, yeah. just run, and then yeah, so the, the idea of actually facing it. Uh huh. You said it took you an hour to get into headspace. Like, okay, I actually got to face this. It's only getting hotter. <laughs> yeah. And and so then when I actually ran, or before that, it was like, you know, it's I don't have to run that long. Um, and then when I'm out there actually running, my, and my brain's like, this is just miserable. Yes, yes. Um, but then you, you get into this groove like, okay, this is not as bad as I thought. And then my legs start getting super tired and this whole time, like, oh, I, 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 I keep telling, um, I keep telling your brother. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes or whatever it's not that bad it's only 10 minutes but then when i'm doing it oh my gosh this feels like a million years and and so it's just lying to myself like i could have done it or i was misjudging how easy it was Mm. when i'm out there it's like man just a different story and i me mini victory just leaving my space and just running was just it was gruesome but i'm glad glad that i did it oh that's awesome i know that these first two three weeks is gonna suck mad but yeah it's just facing that wall it's like oh i have i have to do this yeah um, but yeah, that's interesting. I, I think one thing that people, okay, I don't want to generalize for everybody. So I'll just speak on behalf of myself. Sometimes I forget that the truth 
or truth like isn't dictated by me or anything else hmm. right and so when you lie you can convince yourself of one thing or another of a scenario of a situation of a feeling of oh, whatever yeah i didn't think about that yeah but when it comes to the truth the reason why sometimes it's so difficult to face is because like it is what it is and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And so if you're not okay with that, the way you become okay with that is lie to yourself to give it a slight distortion or change yeah. so that it becomes palatable or whatever. Yeah. But in the long run, if you're able to understand and and be okay with whatever that truth is like i think we we are our own worst enemies in that we don't it's hard i mean it's hard yeah. and we don't always want to accept certain things and so we're smart enough to find a way around it but it doesn't go away i think that's the biggest thing is it's not going to go away and so yeah just the same way as like if you don't face your fears, they kind of grow. I think if you don't face the truth, not that it gets bigger, but like the lies that you tell yourself, you get further away from that truth. And then now it seems like, oh, there's no way I could face yeah. this. Rather than like you said, is putting in the dirty work and understanding, okay, in the long run, this I know this is good. Mm -hmm. Even though it's hard right now. And so I think it's admirable that you want to Face that now, deal with the crap and the suck because you know at the end of the day, down the line, no, but it's not always going to stay this way. When I'm able to handle these things, it'll be different and I know that it's the right, healthy, good thing to do. Yeah. And for myself, I have to wrestle with that too pretty often. I think life just throws so much at you that you have to try to discern and figure out what's truth and how you should go about things. Because it's way easier to just tell yourself what you want to hear or right, the right. easy way out that in, you are lying to yourself in certain capacities, right? And so, um, yeah, I, I could relate in certain ways where, like, it is a big deal and it is hard. Mm -hmm. But if you trust that process, the truth, I mean, what is it saying? The truth always prevails, Yeah, right? Truth will set you free. Yeah, the truth will yeah. set you. And I think that's part of it is that freedom of being healthy of not worrying about oh, i have to keep keep the lie going. keep the lie going yeah, or i have yeah. to keep avoiding this thing yeah 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 yeah. so i really like that analogy it, what i pictured was there's just this in my head the mountain was pink maybe because it's because of barbie but there's this pink <laughs> mountain and like if you're being honest and truthful and you're saying it this won't go away i have to hike this mountain yeah. but then when you lie i just imagine us on like this cloud and then we just like whoop and we just go right around it but you still have to acknowledge this mountain is still there yeah and if you want this problem to to be solved you have to start the base of the mountain and just hike up of it yeah hike it up yeah. and so i i do really like that analogy mm -hmm. and uh, now yeah now i just everything is just a mountain i just see um this is a mountain range of problems that i have to deal with <laughs> but but yeah matt like matt what do you think about just just the amount of lies that we might give ourselves or the things that we might tell other people. Like, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I definitely think um, <clears throat> I like your mountain analogy. And I think the truth is the top of the mountain and seeing that view. Mm. So, mm. for example, you can 
you know, let's say you're at the base of the mountain and you only go a couple of feet or miles or whatever meters up. <laughs> now you might tell yourself this is the best view, but oh, you know, oh yeah, but you know, yeah. it's not. I'm not at the top yet, <laughs> right? Like you might, you might, you could lie to yourself enough where you like, yeah, this is the best view I'm gonna have. Mm. But in the back of your mind, you know, that's not yeah correct. Interesting. But you're, you know, as you guys were saying, you're not willing to change. You're not willing to do X, Y, and Z to see see from the mountain up top. You're only willing to go to that level because mm. you don't want to work for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're still in the higher. parking lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that. You know, I think that it's lying is just the easy way out. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to look for the truth, then you really have to dig deep. You got to dig a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. And as you were saying, yeah, um, I think the truth is always the healthiest because as that mountain analogy is illustrated, the best view is up top. Mm, it's yeah. not the bottom. It's not the middle. It's up top. Mm. And I think that is probably the best, like, for this conversation the best analogy mm-hmm. so you know again like yeah lies are very dangerous because you know if you lie enough then you know you might think that is your reality yeah you start to believe it yeah and that's where it be it quote-unquote becomes the truth but it's not actually the truth uh-huh. and it sucks with the analogy because i like it but like <laughs> i'm afraid of heights so i'm like <laughs> at the top i'm like i feel kind of scared <laughs> I'm gonna lie to us. Like, let's go down a little bit. This is pretty good, <laughs> right? But I, I, I totally get that. I, I like that, and I think it is important. I like that you brought up like, it's not just okay. I recognize there's a mountain. Mm-hmm. It's like no, the top. Yeah, get to the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think in context, and I, I would hope most people understand. It doesn't just mean that the truth needs to come out in blunt, blatant form, right? Especially when you're dealing with other people, you still have to be mindful yeah. of the other person, how they're feeling, their situation. I mean, you're not going to go up to someone and just be like, dude, you're just ugly. <laughs> dude, I was just about to say, <laughs> to finish your sentence, like, hey, you could just say you're ugly. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I think there is something, I, I think there is a level of grace that needs to be yeah. coupled with it. Yeah. But there are certain conversations where there you do need to have a, a, a mature. You can't just justify it by saying, "Well, that's just the truth." Yeah, there's there's still a little tact. There's still like a little finesse. Yeah, and you're kind of ugly. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I don't, Yeah, I don't know if, if someone's truth is that they're ugly. I don't think that is yeah. a uh, We're joking. Truth. It's all jokes. We're just yeah, kidding. that was a bad example, but that was the first thing that came to mind for whatever reason. <laughs> that is not a mountain anyone wants to climb. Yeah. Because, okay, in, in that scenario too, like, truth isn't subjective. Absolute truth. Right? Like, it's not relative to just what I think that makes it true. Mm -hmm. So, in my scenario, when I call somebody (laughs) ugly, I could be very wrong. I I am very wrong because they're... Because you are not... That's my opinion. Yeah, you're not the person who defines what what beauty Beauty is. is Or ugliness is. exactly. But I, I do think, in general, there's times where saying the truth, on there is a hand of like, okay, I want to be truthful. But how do you translate that in a form that is 
someone is able to receive that truth or the truth. Yeah. And sometimes that's the trickier part or the harder part to even deal with. But I did want to just mention that because I don't want us to just sound like, all right, we just all got to say the ex- absolute yeah, truth of truth, what we yeah. think. But yeah. um, within it, there is nuances that yeah, you just, just you just have to yeah. be willing to go there and and also find the best way to approach it. Mm-hmm. And I think that also applies to when you're telling the truth to yourself. Yes. Like, we, because we all function differently, we have to be able to administer it to ourselves yeah. in a safe way. Nobody home. likes me. Well, let me change that. One person <laughs> likes me. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah, kind of. But yeah. um, it's, it's, and we say this all the time, it's tough. You got to trust the process. And Yeah. It's a lifelong thing too, yeah. because things will continue to come up and grow. But it is one of those things. Like I'm sure you know, and and Matt shared from his example. Like when you experience it or see it happen, it's easier to do it the next time. Yeah. And for you, understanding like I lied so much, it became so easy. So now I have to like reverse that and yeah. practice telling the truth. And then after that, it's like oh, okay, it becomes more normal, or you adapt to telling the truth more often and then it's like not as much of a battle yeah 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 brandon yeah as yoda would say you must unlearn what you have learned <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we got the yoda voice out yeah because I, I i now i have no issues telling people what's wrong with me before <laughs> i would lie about it but now i'm like you want to know what's wrong <laughs> how much time do you got <laughs> uh, and i mean this is super signed out and changes the pace of the conversation but we we have lying games where we kind of just have to lie to each other. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to get on air. There's this one time where <laughs> where I looked your wife in the face, Brett, and I told her that we're on the same team and it has, it hasn't destroyed our friendship, but she just doesn't look at me the same when it comes to games. She just assumes I'm always devious, which is not always the case. Yeah. But, um, lying can, yeah, can always, not always get you in trouble, but it's it, a good it, chance. It, ca- it catches up to you. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Oh, I hope your wife forgives me. I don't, no, know, she, I don't know if she's fully forgiven me. I, well, okay. Part of it is 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 that's part of the fun of it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And kind of like that's what you get. Yeah. Because in the end, you did win and she lost. Yes. So it's kind of like, okay, well, what can I take as my own victory? It's like, well, that's what you get. I will never forget the look on her face. <laughs> the but there's also a part of, I think in that scenario, it's like, I don't want to be vulnerable with them anymore <laughs> because it's going to hurt me because I'm going to lose. Right. And right. not that she takes it that personal, but yeah, yeah. that's the thinking of in that scenario. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, because there was a good while where I was so focused on winning games uh-huh. that I would just play the game the hardest way so that every time I played, it would just be consistent. So no mm-hmm. matter what was going on, like this idea of I want people to not trust me enough to where they're scared right but then also be like well we kind of need him or he's whatever right (laughs) but uh, this is a continuing on the the side note it it goes to what degree are you willing to sacrifice certain things and i think when you lie you sacrifice a lot the trust and yeah yeah Yeah, all of those consequences that could come with it right and so yes there are games that require to lie i hope we are all at a mature enough age where just we, we don't yeah. take that with us into <laughs> the rest of our relationships in life. But yeah, 
yeah, honesty is is normally the best the best policy. The best yeah. policy for sure. This uh, I'm sorry we're going down this path, but there there are people that I know that play this very popular game called Settlers of Catan, mm-hmm. and they say that game destroys friendships. And we used to play a lot back in the day. I don't think we were ever in a position, or I don't think we were ever in a position where we got that upset because of someone lying or someone betraying them. And so I think it just goes to say that of our maturity of, of gaming <laughs> that we don't take it onto the real world yeah. too much. Yeah. I, th- I think that was just more a matter of winning and losing. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. But just a competitive spirit. Yeah. But I, I, I know what you're saying. It, it can put a divide. In something as trivial as games. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Yeah, so I guess we do a, a pretty good job of of us being okay with each other lying and, <laughs> and mm. sometimes telling the truth. <laughs> or for others like Matt, always telling the truth and sometimes lying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I do like here and there, but it's like, you know, it's like Strategic. 98% and 2%. Yeah. It comes in, yeah. But, you know, the 2% doesn't feel good ever. <laughs> Do you guys have any closing thoughts about lying? It's kind of tough because you could go on about this yeah, and, and the layers on. that it possesses and the ways that it is a part of our lives and we have to deal with it. Because, I mean, yeah, when we brought this topic up, we were like, well, everyone knows it's not good to do it. Yeah. But to take a deeper dive into even the motivations, the reasons that are valid and seem legitimate, but is that still the best thing to do? even if it's yeah. legitimate or whatever. I think just because the biggest thing that I'm going through right now is just this idea and concept of distorted thinking mm. where what you think is the truth or what you think is the right way to go. Like I have to break certain barriers and, and tell myself, like, no, these are certain lies that I'm telling about myself or mm. this is just not healthy. Mm. Um, and so I'm, I'm seeing someone to help me break some of those walls. And I think I would just want to challenge people to, and it's, and it's really hard to do, but just to challenge people, like, are there ways of thinking that you are lying to yourself or mm-hmm. there are there ways that you like, this has been something you've been kind of trying to avoid mm. and just to challenge yourself and think like, what am I doing? Cause to a certain degree, we're all doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that we're all just the worst people in the world, but. Um, is there something you've been trying to avoid that you need to confront mm. that you're lying to yourself about that? Mm. Oh, maybe if because I'm not talking to this one person because I think this, this, and this, but in reality, maybe you just need to talk to them mm. and, and reconcile or tell the truth about you had that one situation where it was a big blow up and you, you think it was their fault, but you have to confess your feelings. And be like, Hey, I have a really bitter heart towards you. Mm. And then they said, Oh, I, I had no idea. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it's just that distorted way of thinking of just of that fear. Mm. And so th- I think that's something that I'm going through. I just want to encourage people to consider what are areas that their thinking might be distorted mm-hmm. or that re- with that relationship or with that confidence issue or that insecurity mm-hmm. um, to really just take that to heart and be like, do, how do I need to address this and, and tackle that mm-hmm. mountain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, yeah, everything that Brandon said, um, but to add on to that, I think everyone has this like weird mindset that, including myself, that you have to do this by yourself. Mm. And I find it very um, encouraging and a lot 
less heavy is when you actually with your close group of friends or a friend or whatever family when you divulge that information to them and have them walk it have them walk that journey with you Mm. it makes that task or that thing that you gotta do way less harder Mm. Mm because i find myself many times think like knowing like this is going to be really hard and then i just shy away from it because i'm just like Mm. you know i can't do it by myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then it's hard because then you have to just you know peel off certain layers and first like be vulnerable with your close friend about that and Mm -hmm. then ask them to help you through that process as well definitely yeah definitely the the power of confession and the power of um no condemnation or judgment from that person mm-hmm. and choosing the right person and having them walk with you mm-hmm. yeah yeah those are all really good things i and i think i guess the, my last thought on it is you know a lot of times it is hard and it's difficult and it requires a level of will, resiliency, determination, perseverance. But like a lot of things in life, like if you if it you have to work that hard for it, then it must be good. Hmm. And so whether there's a truth that it's hard for you to face or a conversation you need to have or just even being vulnerable in some of the small things, like I think if it's that difficult, there's also a reason why. And that reason why oftentimes is you'll experience that same amount of weight that you're putting towards that, but in like in a good way right. when you're able to, to face it because that's more of, I think, the reason why they say like the truth will set you free. It's like yeah. the certain bondage or weight that you're carrying is going to be gone when you are able to and then now you're experiencing so much more because you're not caring or, or weighed down by anything else right and so the power isn't just okay once i'm tell the truth or once i'm honest everything's gone it's like no there's also goodness that comes yeah. with that right yeah. and i think sometimes we forget that because we're we get stuck and only see how hard or how much it sucks and that's not to downplay what anyone's going through right or brandon what you're going through but you know i really admire your vulnerability and honesty, even saying it here on the podcast. And so I'll say it back on the podcast. You know, we're here to talk to you even off air, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, like there's no judgment here from us. And um, we want to be able to walk with you. And so, um, you know, all honesty, we we hope that, you know, in this season we can be people to to walk with you. And um, we trust that in the end there's, there's the goodness and, and you'll be a better man and, and, all those things will come come with it. So, Thank yeah, you. yeah, we actually got pretty deep on this podcast. I didn't I didn't know where it was gonna go, but I I, I think it's good. Yes, thank you, Matt, so much for being here. Yeah, yep. anytime, Thanks, anytime. Yeah, and so you can always email us. You know the email by heart. I'm sure you guys do. Whenever we get to this point, I hear everybody saying qbthepod at gmail Well, you guys all know <laughs> it. Send us what you want to talk about. We'll be coming up with those episodes that people um, sent some stuff in. I think those ones will be good too. Yes. You know who you are. You know who you are. So um, I guess that does it for today. Thanks, Matt. Yep. Thanks for blessing the listeners' ears. Yeah. How many people get to listen to a Teacher of the Year candidate? Uh, Not many. Not many. Not many. (laughs) Rookie of the Year and the MVP. (laughs) We out.